What's on the menu for today? Do my laundry, get my mind erased. On a scale of one to five, do you get enough exercise? What is going on, everybody? Welcome in. We are here on a Thursday, action-packed Thursday. Uh, we already did the OUA recap. So if you want to check that out, we are not doing that here, but we are going to get some new sports stuff. But we did do that OUA recap. We do put those out on Thursdays. You can check it out on the OUA, on our feed. But let's get to the rest of it. Uh, I'm going right into this. UBC at Saskatchewan. I <laughs> can't even wait. Just too excited to get out to the Cam West. Uh, no, listen, listen, listen. Sask just put the you-know-what on Calgary. They just laid the the boot. They stuck their foot up somewhere that doesn't shine and just said, get out of here. This is our conference. Uh, UBC, meanwhile, Garrett Rooker actually played really well <laughs> against the Alberta Golden Bears. Uh, that was a late Saturday game, so many people in the East uh, probably did not get to, to see much of it. I was feeling way too spicy with that take, eh? But he was 14-23, two touchdowns, 251. Uh, also out of the a rushing touchdown for on a six yard carry. So that was the game winner. Whew. Isaiah Knight back again, back again, 13 for one Oh six as well. Uh, so this team for UBC, they have an offense. They yep. can compete. Uh, Calgary looked out of sorts with Spolatini uh, last year like or last week. This is not going to be the same cakewalk that the Huskies got and UBC traveling into Griffith stadium for their home opener. It's frost night. Uh, they're doing the toga run. It's going to be a crazy environment, but I'm ready for it. I think UBC can, I don't know if they're going to win, but they can make it an interesting game. Yeah. I, I, from what we saw week one, certainly I think so. Um, I mentioned earlier that my take was way too spicy in which I, I'm referencing a text I sent to Wade where I called Alberta by 20. Yikes. Yeah, I, I, I thought I knew it would be a shootout. I uh, want to also mention UBC has a history of bringing in national guys from the states and state schools. Uh, Zach Herzog, come on down to the UBC Thunderbirds. Connor's face. Really? <laughs> Connor's face has dropped. Here, uh, seeing that. Yes, he uh, he is playing for the UBC T-Birds. Um, I like that a lot. But He is a dog. With that being said, they've got some great players all over the field. So does Saskatchewan. Uh, we saw the old dogs, Daniel Perry, uh, Mason Nice, get back to that connection they have. Uh, I think it's the one to watch in this game, though, is the run game. Uh, Joshua Wanchina kind of looked like he went down with something. But don't forget, Connor, they brought in a running back from UBC. Uh, <clears throat> they brought in Ted Cabongo, um, and they still have Riker Frank from last year as well. So uh, those guys are going to carry the load for the run game if Wanchina can't play. But uh, this offense is fast. They play downfield, and they have a quarterback who's very smart and con conscious of ball placement and ball security. So it's going to make them tough to beat. I agree. My eyes are certainly going to be on that one. I uh, have to say, I would still probably 
ride with Saskatchewan in that one. Uh, nonetheless, I do think it is going to be a good game. All right, I'm going to kick it out to the East Coast. Not necessarily excited, excited for this game, but I am excited to watch the ground game of the St. FX X-Men. Nonetheless, Malcolm Bussey, by week last week, but he's coming back in his first week, though, 19 carries, 122 touchdowns. Uh, yeah, St. Mary's certainly rode that bus. Certainly uh, rode that bus. The bus is stopping at uh, Antigonish to pick up some members from Wolfville and start driving them home. Uh, the bus is here. The bus is rolling. Start the bus. He got started. He, he has been started for over a year. This is just not ending. This is a never-ending bus trip. Uh, I'm with you, though. Ride the bus all the way through this Acadia team. Um, the other U.S. matchup is actually kind of interesting. St. Mary's and Mount Allison. Many people think that this is kind of like the fight for second. It certainly uh, looks like it through the first two weeks of the season. Yeah, I mean, uh, Smew won against Acadia. They uh, they lost to X, but uh, Mount A came back, and they ended up winning against uh, Bishops last week. So uh, this is going to be a, a very skilled matchup. Both defenses are going to play very well, very tough. Um, but I'm going to bring it back to Can West for my next one. Uh <laughs> Regina at Calgary. Uh, I know we talk about Josh Donnelly all the time for the Regina Rams. Uh, he was actually unable to play. Uh, so Noah Pelletier came in. First ever game, Connor, 273, uh, a touchdown to pick. But um, he threw the ball all over the park. And Des Catelier and the Manitoba Bisons ended up turning the ball over quite a bit. Uh, they lost a fumble. They had two picks themselves. So the Regina defense certainly made an impact. And I think they're going to have the same kind of uh, game this week against Calgary. So I want to see Pelletier in his second game, how he starts to turn it around while they hold down the fort for Josh Donnelly. Coach McConkie, quarterback whisperer? Uh, well, we'll wait. We'll wait. But so far, yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm only of, joking. We can kind of half say that. I'm only um, joking. I'm only joking. But no, I he did he did certainly have a, a great showing in his first start, and that's amazing to see, especially you know when your supposed starter, East West Bowl quarterback, doesn't go, can't go, and then you have a reliable guy come in and put up those type of numbers in his first ever game. Cannot complain. But I'm going to hijack this thing, take us out to Quebec. You're crazy if you didn't think we were talking about this one this week. Laval, Montreal. Oh, Gil Sherbert. Oh, damn. I, I... <laughs> uh, no. Laval, Montreal. First and foremost, I would like to see if Desjardins can do what he did last week. 343, missed on four passes. He went 23 of 27, missed on four, threw five touchdowns. Five. But for as much hype, as much talk, as he was getting in that week. Let's look at his receiving core in this because Kevin Mitel, eight receptions, 134 of those yards, and caught four of those five touchdown passes. The offense ran through him. Uh, <clears throat> the real talk, though, Montreal's coming off a bye, and they're at home against Laval. This is a tough test for the Rouge AR. If it there is. was any game that was more slanted towards one side than the other, this would be it. A bye week at home. Uh, they have You've to go heard us home. talk about Montreal time and time again. 
like place sucks the to stadium the stadium <laughs> i'm talking about the atmosphere i'm not talking about the team we're gonna get to the team but we're talking about the pure atmosphere of that place it sucks if you're not a montreal caravan player it does and and they they know it they they slant it towards the home team there um but this is also rivalry so you know it's going to be a crazy atmosphere uh seneca this is <laughs> This is it. This is him and Desjardins. This is the clash that we've been waiting to see in the OUA this year. This is a clash we've been waiting to see in our sec this year. Uh, everyone knows it's going to be one of these two teams that comes out at the end, and this is the first kind of limits test on, okay, we know you're going to play three times, once at Montreal, once at Laval, and once in the playoffs for the Cup. Let's see how it looks first time out. You don't have Concordia sneaking into a Dunsmore this year? No, I, I, I don't have. <laughs> I have Arnaud Desjardins and Jonathan Senecal throwing touchdowns back and forth in the Dunsmore Cup. It uh, is certainly certainly hard to disagree with that. Yeah, this is just what? Luke the first Rome round of the three-round <laughs> heavyweight fight? Yeah. yeah. Not also will the teams be graded on their play on the field. It will be graded in their uniform choices as well. Montreal has to go blackout. Blackout White Helmets. Oh, they're on the road. They're on the road. Oh, oh, Montreal has to go blackout. Yeah, Montreal goes blackout White Helmets. But they're they're a 2 p.m. game. I, I want to save the black for when it's nighttime. Yeah, I guess. Fine. All white. All white on a on a Saturday afternoon. White helmets, white gloves, white mm-hmm. sleeves, white jerseys, white pants, white socks, white cleats if you got them. <laughs> I heard that part, but that's okay. Um no, I'm I'm super excited for that one. Uh, if we missed something uh, last week, I think we did. Uh, I know we posted about it on socials, but there's Vanier Cup odds. There's odds for every single conference championship as well. Uh, some of the lines have moved a little bit. There's been some movement, um, but let's talk about it. Uh, to win the Vanier Cup, in order of increasing value. Uh, Huskies, Mustangs, Carabang, Rougeyard, Gales, Bisons, T-Birds, X, uh, Regina, Calgary, Mount A, Alberta, uh, U-Ottawa, the Blues, Laurier, Waterloo, Guelph, Mac, Carlton, Bishops. And when we hit Bishops, we're into the, the five-figure odds, so I don't really think I need to read the rest. Um, You're not you taking want- Bishops at five figures in a dark horse? I, I am not taking McGill at plus 25,000. I mean. So for our friends that do not understand gambling, if I was to put $10, or sorry, if I was to put $100 down on McGill's win the Yates Cup, I would take home $25,000. Not to be rude, but you are throwing away $100. Essentially, that's what that bet means. Yes, that is that is why they have such big odds. Um, what do you think of this one? Uh, to me, I thought this was all over the place when we first looked at it. Um, it's going to sort itself out. People will bet the market into correction. Uh, but we have U Sports lines, so we can't really complain. No, not at all. So first off, first and foremost, shout out to to Coolbet. Thank you very much. I mean, like I know we said our thank yous. Uh, last week, but still, thank you very much for from us and everybody who gets to to 
then continue on and play with them because I don't think we're allowed to play with them. But um, thank you to, to Coolbet for, you know, getting these up and doing this because it, it just creates another talking point, something to get excited about, about U sports football. Uh, like you're saying, yeah. I mean, some of the odds, I was a little bit like, huh? But yeah, as, as people bet those, as the games kind of sort themselves out, um, those will get corrected. And I think a lot of it was based on last year's standings, which was wonky with that COVID year anyways. But I still think in the the upper end, upper echelon of these, you know, Vanier Cup odds, there's a lot of great value there. I mean, Laval at plus 850. Geez, man, that's looking pretty good, depending on the right matchup. Montreal plus 700. Obviously, Western Saskatchewan, you know, I like that there, too. And, and Western at 375. Like, they've got Saskatchewan as the favorite right now. And I think I might have to agree. And, I mean, the market's already corrected itself. Uh, X opened. Uh, at plus 850, they're now plus 220. So everyone is kind of betting the market into correction, but Laval has stayed put at that plus 850. That, to me, is the best value you can possibly I agree. I agree. Um, I think everyone knows at this point, it is it is kind of, uh, like, I'll go ahead and say it, it's a four-team race for the Vanier Cup. Uh, there's teams that could possibly win a conference, but there's teams that certainly cannot move on this national level like the others uh, the Huskies, the Mustangs, the Caribbean, and Laval. Like that Dunsmore Cup means so much this year. Uh, and you know what? The the OUA is the sucker that has to deal with it because one of these top four teams in the nation are going to be playing uh, in that conference matchup. Uh, the two Quebec teams, so plus 700, plus 850. I think the smart money would be to bet either Saskatchewan or Manitoba if you just wanted to Vanier Cup appearance and have a good shot at it because, or not even, maybe it's even Regina who's further down at plus 220 um, because they'll play the AUS coming out in the conference crossover as well. So uh, <clears throat> there's lots to look at with the Vanier Cup odds, but there's also individual odds for each conference. Yeah, yeah, let's dive into those. Let's start, do you want to start East or West? Uh, you pick. I want to start on the east. Yeah, I want to start on the east. Uh, so Uh, let's talk about the Loney Bowl here. Okay, this is uh, this is interesting to me because this is kind of like when you look at these odds, you can see the teams that really like how close the conferences are. And I thought they did a great job with the conference odds. Uh, so it goes X, Mount A, Bishops, St. Mary's, Acadia, plus 105, plus 155, plus 650 plus 1050, plus 2200. So right away, you see it's it's a three-team race. There's a possibility for St. Mary's, and Acadia's a long shot. I think that's perfect. They have it great. I I mean, personally, like X is the only smart money to go with here. Uh, it's their conference to lose. But Bishops at plus 650 is kind of intriguing to me. It is. Yeah, it is. It, especially if you're looking for some of that like dark horse type value. You know, like high risk, high reward type value, I guess you could say. But uh, Bishop certainly is interesting, especially to at least, you know, make an appearance in the Loney Bowl. I know that's not what you're betting on, but hey, I, I certainly give them a chance. That's all you want, right? When you're betting, no, but I, I just mean in terms of like when you're putting your money down on this bet, okay. you're picking the winner of the Loney Bowl, but it's not, it wouldn't be shocking to me to see Bishops in the Loney Bowl is what I'm saying. And that's 650 odds. Once you get to that game, it's anybody's, I mean, it's Malcolm Bussey's game, but it's anybody's <laughs> game. You are either riding the bus 
or the bus is running you over. Yeah. You can choose. You yeah. can choose. Uh, get on or get out of the way. <laughs> let's go to the Dunsmore Cup, the RSEC. This is where I say they did a really good job. It's a two-team race. It is obviously a two-team race. Uh, Carabang, minus 132. Laval, plus 100. And then the odds go to four digits. Uh, Sherbrooke, plus 2,000. Concordia, 4,000. McGill, 10,000. Sherbrooke at plus 2,000 is intriguing to me because... But you know it's not... Gonna, I know, but I, I mean, is it our teams? Our folks in Quebec, our folks in Quebec, confident in Sherbrooke this year, more confident than Concordia, I suppose. I am not. I, I will, <laughs> I will put money on Montreal at minus one thirty-two before I put money on Sherbrooke at plus two thousand. Uh, no, honestly, I, I agree. But they did it. They did a great job with uh, with the with the Dunsmore Cup. Yeah, I, I, I'm pretty happy with that one. Uh, let's go to the Yates Cup. This one's where it gets interesting to me because there's so many unknowns in this season that there's a huge log jam in the middle. There's Western <laughs> at plus 100. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say uh, with, with the Yates odds, like I think when they first came out, it was based on last year's standings, which is why we saw some... some which is why we saw the lines the, the way that they were. But I mean... I, I thought the odds were... Odds were fine last year. I mean, no, I don't know. I'm just saying, like, I, I the one that bothered me was the Vanya Cup odds because they were all over the place in terms of value. Um, I, I'll probably just chop that little section. Probably shouldn't shit on our sponsors' lines too much. <laughs> um, okay, but let's go to the Yates Cup, Connor. Uh, we've got some good middle value here where there's two top dogs and then there's a bunch of teams that. You know, the little train that could. I think I can. I think I can. Uh, Western, plus 100. Queens, plus 350. Ottawa, 1050. Waterloo, 1350. Toronto and Mac at 1500. Guelph at 16. Carlton, 2000. Laurier, 21. Windsor and York below that. Um, honestly, I like that Laurier, 21, man. We just watched them lose <laughs> uh, a weird game to Western. Yeah. That Laurier one would not be the worst thing, but with a young quarterback, there's just so much uncertainty, so much up and down in their year. Uh, same with Toronto. This team made the playoffs last year. They lost to Ottawa in the playoffs, but they have a new young quarterback. They have a different style of offense. It's like, can I see these teams competing with Western? Is the end question that I get to when I look at these teams and their and their plus value. Yeah, no, I agree. And, and again, like I think there's some value here. There certainly is, but end of the season, the team that is likely to be hoisting the Yates Cup is probably the Western Mustangs. From what we've seen out of them, the way they've played, they've been dominant through two games and I haven't seen anybody been like, able to really contain that. I mean, like, yes, Laurier Carl, played as Carl good as we dropped a game shooting themselves in the foot. Yeah. Laurier is really young and unproven. So they could be Guelph. They don't have a quarterback. McMaster, I don't think they're going to be uh, a threat to Western. I think they'll be a playoff team, but I don't think they'll be a threat to Western. Toronto, yeah. I don't know with the inexperience. Waterloo, same deal. Uh, yeah. We don't even know who Waterloo is yet. We just saw them play York. Uh, Ottawa, I don't know if they have the horses. Oh, good one. Good one. Wow. But, um, <laughs> wow. Uh, I don't know if they have the horses, 
uh, to compete with the Mustangs. See what I was doing there? Yeah. Uh, and it's Queen. Yeah. And Queens is plus 350. So there's not really any value there for a team that showed last year. Like, could they really run with Western? Yeah. So, and I mean, as, as good as we saw Laurier play, Western still went for 200 yards on the ground, 200 yards and four touchdowns in the air. I mean, <sighs> they do what they do. They do what right. they do. Let's get to the spicy conference. Uh, the Can West. This is, this is probably the most competitive odds that we have across the country. Uh, Saskatchewan plus 115. UBC plus 450. Manitoba plus 550. Regina 600. Calgary 750. Alberta 1000. Obvious value, Regina and UBC at this point. Uh, I would, yeah, I would safely agree with that. And Manitoba, uh, Manitoba because Des Catelli did look fine last week. They just turned the ball over. I think if there's a little bit more clarity at, at quarterback in Regina right now, it would be almost a no doubter for me. I really like, and it was only one game, but I really liked what UBC was able to show. But again, at the end of the year, I think it still will remain saskatchewan's conference and i think that the hardy cup odds reflect that and i think they've done a good job of reflecting that and again like ubc man it's making it hard not to look that way ubc and that that middle three of the t-birds bisons and rams that middle three is so enticing like plus 600 plus 500 like if you just need somewhere to go that's not saskatchewan oh baby is that ever enticing Yep, yep, yep. I think but it's a great I don't think one. there's I mean, I think from from what we've seen, I don't think there's enough to push me off the Saskatchewan hill yet. <laughs> I don't think anyone's gonna push Saskatchewan off the hill, but that's just me. Um, but I, I I'm happy with this. Uh we're gonna hopefully get some game odds coming up soon. We'll talk to you guys about that. But if you want to get it on those lines, make sure to head to coolbet.ca. The best sports book in the country uh, must be legal gambling age to play and in Canada as it is geo block. Sorry for our American listeners, uh, but stay cool, bet responsibly, get in on the action, bet on your favorite team or the team that you think is going to win their conference or Vanier cup. And Hey, that's it for this week. It's been, it's been a week. We've had a lot going out, a lot going on. Nonetheless, we are very happy to have football back in full swing. We got OUA, U Sports, CFL has been here. NFL is coming back around tonight. Matthew Stafford takes the field for the first time since winning a Super Bowl. I am elated. It's gonna Show be your Aiden Hutchinson jersey. I know we're not doing video for the Show your Aiden Hutchinson jersey out. Just picked this bad boy up. First relevant that, Detroit Lions jersey Honolulu, in the last two years. Is that Honolulu blue from the middle of but of nowhere, Michigan? No, I actually went to the oceans of Hawaii and dyed <laughs> the jersey myself. <laughs> the Pacific Ocean. Very healing properties. I filled a bucket of water up from the Pacific Ocean, dropped some rit blue Honolulu blue dye in there, and I dyed a white Lions jersey myself. <laughs> Uh, if you want to check us out and the other episodes on CF Perspective, you can do so however you listen to your podcast. Uh, quick note, Garrett Marino was released. VA will not be playing, Connor. What's his injury report like? I don't know, actually. I haven't done it this week. Well, VA is either playing next week 
or this week. I doubt it's this week. Um, but I thought I heard uh, there was like some uh, news outlet and in BC. I don't know if it was one of the Kelowna or Coquitlam ones, but uh, I think Campbell was Campbell was saying they were gonna like take take their time with their not yeah. gonna try to to rush them or whatever. Yeah, I saw that too. Yeah. So bank for next week on VA's appearance, but I'm excited to see him play in in black and orange man i mean i'm just happy he's back on the west coast we mentioned he's born and raised there it's it's just amazing. we were we were both right a eh? self-scout self-correction he went to both oregon and east washington so you were right on look both counts look at us <laughs> always looking to improve ourselves uh take care guys enjoy the weekend of football uh i'm gonna be coming to you live from new york on saturday live from new york on saturday night no it'll be sunday morning uh for the oua show so see you guys then